Okay. Recording and okay, we're we're live here. So just one minute. Welcome everyone to the Explain and Change Your Pain group. Whether you're here for the first time or coming back, this is a place to find answers, hope, and clarity. Joining us today is our Canadian coach, Ontarian optimist, winning <laughs> wellness instructor, maestro of movement, Deanna Trounstiapolis. Did I pronounce that right? Close. It's Dina, but good Dina. enough. Dina. Don't worry about the last name. It's impossible anyway. So. Okay. She hails from the Great White North in Ontario, Canada. She is a Pilates instructor, personal trainer, wellness coach, and has been serving her people and keeping our northern neighbors healthy for over 25 years. And she's embarked on a journey to help her clients with chronic pain thrive, reset, and recover. Thank you for being here today and chatting with us. And we met actually through the Pain Provider Happy Hour, which is hosted by uh, another fellow pain provider, Rachel Zoffness. Suggest you check her out when you have the time. And now we're here today. How are you, Dina? Great. How are you doing, Harold? Thanks so much for having me. Glad to have you here. I wish I was there because it's a little warmer where you are than, of course, where I am. But <laughs> yeah, it, it is definitely, it, it's, it's not even warm. It's hot here. It's, it's oh, hot. I would take that. Honestly, I would take that over this gray, snowy, drizzly, oh, that's okay. Where fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. I, I actually don't know what it's like to, to have <laughs> snow for a really long time. April. <laughs> yeah um tell us a little bit about yourself um and your journey how it brought you here today sure so um it was a bit of a long <laughs> winding road it sounds very beatlesque but it really was so um i'm a mom of three i um worked in fitness and wellness pretty much my whole career and that's what i studied um i've continued on i've worked through all the fitness sectors corporate commercial and it was fun, but it was not necessarily what made me tick. And so when I had my third child, I decided to come home and start my own business. And that's where I started teaching Pilates from my basement. And the reason why Pilates really resonated with me is I knew that it was really, or could be really remedial based. Um, I knew that I was kind of more, even as, as a trainer in my past, my passion was really more with people who, really, really appreciate, sorry, appreciated exercise because it served them well, as opposed to feeling like they needed to lose weight or fit into a certain style of clothing or whatever. So, so kind of knew I needed to move on from that. Um, and then when I was quite young, um, I was 24 actually, and uh, my mom um, got ill uh, really quite quickly. Actually, she passed away without any warning. And um, that that really solidified i need to do more so she actually had two massive cerebral hemorrhages um we knew that there was some underlying health issues i mean she was overweight she smoked but in doing some a much more digging and in the 25 years that i've been doing this i now honestly think that there was a lot of undiagnosed issues in there for example i really think she had celiac disease but it went unknown 
So, and then years later, I see my father's health failing and, you know, he was a healthy guy forever. And then year after year, um, no issues whatsoever. And then it just happened and happened quickly. So for both my parents, my mom told me the day before she passed away that she just can't do this anymore. So she, she knew she was not well. I really believe that she was done <laughs> um, metaphorically and with her health issues. And then fast forward to my father, he actually was so stuck. He didn't know sort of where to, to head. And he asked his four girls, I'm the youngest of four girls. He said, all right, girls, you're in charge. I want you making my decisions for me for my health. I mean, <laughs> you know, he was a healthy guy and he was, he was completely, um, he had, had his mental health, he had everything. So to have two parents that really struggled with health, to struggle with being stuck in, in uh, emotional pain, uh, physical pain, and not really wanting to be advocates for their own health, really solidified kind of my, my path forward. So um, I also felt that for me, the whole chronic pain community really was uh, coming, kind of coming my way. And I just kind of uh, rolled with it. And so... Fast forward to 2018 and I started to build out this online community where we could then service uh, our population, our very small, very small community, much more robustly. And so um, I knew I couldn't afford to do sort of the bricks and mortar uh, because I have three young kids and I thought I don't, I can't afford to do that and I can't, I can't pull in as many people that way. So here I am online trying to service our community a little differently. Wow. So it's a long-winded approach, but that's really kind of what brought me to where we are today. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you're, it really started pretty, the seed started planting quite mm -hmm. a while ago with your parents' health and Absolutely. the changes that yeah. happened. And it's, it, it's quite drastic. I mean, on one hand, you did know that your mom had some of these lifestyle uh, differences that were very different from your dad's and your dad yeah. was a pretty healthy guy and yeah. seemed to take care of himself quite a bit but he was still struggling with very yeah. similar issues mm -hmm. what would you say was a common thread be between them and maybe with many of your clients who are suffering from chronic pain right great question so i really believe um uh, and even part of the reason I became a coach was because um, that feeling of being stuck, uh, I think is really sort of a common theme for so many people that I work with, um, especially in the chronic pain community, uh, and even beyond. Um, you know, uh, before I really dove into the chronic pain, I did work with coaching clients that had some overlap. But I think for the chronic pain community, um, and there's such a vast array, as you know, you know, there's, there's those who have come through the other side and still live in chronic pain, but really are thriving. And then there are those who are really unsure of kind of which path they need to take. Uh, they may be stuck in that pain and that the whole negative talk that uh, happens so often with chronic pain. Um, so the common pieces I find is just that's being stuck, not knowing where to go forward, perhaps being told by their doctors what to do, but being so overwhelmed in the process that they get stuck again and they don't know where to go, where do I get answers and how do I be my own advocate and pull it all together? So. Yeah. Yeah. Getting stuck is uh, it, it's really frustrating and it, it's, I guess it, it, it's hard for someone to imagine themselves getting to that position mm -hmm. um, when 
normally our bodies just kind of take care of themselves. Right. Um, so I, I guess this, it, it's important to, to define a lot of these things. And even the definition of pain can vary, let alone chronic pain. So just in your experience, what, what has, what's your view and um, how would you define pain and, and uh, what makes it chronic and then what gets people stuck? Mm-hmm. Oh, great question. So in my humble opinion, and, and I'm, I'm coming from it from a slightly different perspective than perhaps a, a clinician would. Um, I, I know, um, you know, being a part of that pain group that we are, you know, mutually a part of, uh, I am learning a ton, but I am absolutely seeing that there is overlap. So again, I'm seeing, you know, my, our definition of pain would be obviously, um, beyond the three months, uh, whether it's been three months or 13 years, you know, there is that constant thought of pain and their constant rumination of pain and how it's holding them back. Um, you know, I can't treat their pain as a clinician. I can, I can help them through their, through their movement patterns. I can help them with the nutrition side of things, or at least the basic nutrition sides, and then pull in other people who might be more of experts. But that stuck piece is absolutely um, part of sort of what we're defining as a community is how do we move beyond that stuck point. Um, but yeah, I, I think our definition is pretty broad based. <laughs> and I, I feel like that may be why I'm struggling here is that there's so many angles to chronic pain, so many ways for it to be different for, for individuals um, that it can be a little tough to truly put a definition to it. But, um, you know, the pain experience I'm really learning is individual per person, but has that high level of overlap amongst the community. So, you know, um, fear, <laughs> um, confusion, overwhelm, frustration, um, wanting yeah, to that's, you know, move on, yeah. but. Right. That, the, that's really a common tying principle is the emotional state that mm -hmm. is accompanied by the, the pain and the right. pain experience, but everyone's experience is different. And yeah. And you mentioned that with your clients, you've noticed on one end, you have some of your clients who are pretty independent and mm -hmm. self-efficacious. And mm -hmm. then on the other end, there's those who have just, seen different providers and mm -hmm. maybe different providers with different explanations mm -hmm. and that might create something really frustrating and confusing absolutely well what what um if, if somebody was in that stuck uh state of being mm -hmm. what what have you noticed that helping them improve from that right. moving forward uh, that's a great question so, you know, as we all know, it's never a one size fits all approach. However, I do believe in my heart of hearts that there is some foundational work that can be done. And that foundational work absolutely touches into the mindset piece. <laughs> so, you know, if we can sort of help our community to at least start with those foundational pieces, um, understanding that, you know, there are some tools that we can sort of put into our mental toolbox to help us um, to, to get through this. For example, you know, <laughs> as opposed to walking around or avoiding certain things or medicating ourselves, and I'll explain what I mean in a moment, 
the pain, then um, we, we sort of face it head on. And when I mean medicating, I don't mean I'm not against medication or any sort of that thing. I'm thinking more medicating as far as, you know, ice cream or, <laughs> you know, negative self-talk or hiding yourself inside. You know, there's many ways to medicate, obviously. But um, yeah, I really <laughs> feel like I'm talking myself in circles here. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, I really, I really believe that uh, to get out of that stuck point, there's a few things that we can do. Uh, we need to sort of talk through the mindset piece to say, to build that resilience in you and say, listen, you've been through tough stuff before. Even before chronic pain, you were through tough stuff. Okay, so we need to sort of establish that you can get through this. And, and establish, um, as a coach, we like to sort of tap into, okay, so what are your strengths? What do we really know about you? What would your friends say about you? Um, and draw upon those strengths. So just so that they, ha they, they, they have a little bit of almost self-efficacy, that belief that, okay, maybe, maybe I can do this. So these are just the basics. Like, you know, I know sometimes this sounds really Pollyannish, but I believe if you can sort of approach it in a way where you're, you're sort of hammering that, like kids, you know, you, you have to hammer that message home many, many times, right? Um, yeah, and yeah. So, um, so I think the coaching piece comes into it. The whole mindset piece comes into it. Goal setting, I am a believer in goal setting very specifically for the chronic pain community. This is not just your average goal setting session for the general population. It gets a little more detailed for those who might be living in chronic pain. Um, so those are just some of the tools that I, I think just as fundamentally are, are sort of important to keep them moving forward as best as we can. Wow. Yeah, um, it's brilliant. Actually, I, I really, uh, I thought that was super important to hear, especially for anyone who is suffering. And uh, something that stood out to me is just the old, Kiss principle, keep it simple, stupid. Absolutely. Not, not that anyone's stupid, but just keep it no. simple. Or silly, keep it simple, silly. Keep it simple, silly, that's right. <laughs> and just um, being consistent about it and, yeah. and being clear, clear-minded. You're right. And, and I think you you would probably um, get this sense as well, is that, that just that community yes. you know, uh, is just such a key piece. And um, I really believe that that, that is also something to help people <laughs> move away when you're in a group of like-minded people going through like, uh, you know, similar experiences is important as well. A community of positive-minded people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I really like that you focused on um, highlighting the strengths in your clients and mm -hmm. not just telling them, but um, right. letting them come to that realization that's so important absolutely you nailed it on the head because that's only when change happens right is when um or at least if we can make change that's where it's going to happen is when they are in control we are looking for as much control as we can possibly muster up in a world where they don't feel they have that control right yeah and and that that's all starts internal then they can start mm -hmm. to really build it up on their own and mm -hmm. and that's really the foundation for being independent internally as well. Right. And wow. it's sometimes really hard to convince, you know, um, it's really hard to convince sometimes when you're so deep and stuck in your pain that there is opportunity to move forward, right? To, to sort of set goals or to step missions to be able to just take a little step forward. That can be hard to convince sometimes, but it's also great to be able to check that thing off the list, right? To say, oh, look what I did. 
Yeah, um, it's it's definitely hard to convince. I I don't think we're in the business of convincing anyway. Oh, I think we're in the business right. of persuasion and yes, coaching, yes, and motivating. Mm -hmm. uh, so that that's that's awesome. Um, let's see from Christina. I don't think you've got a chance to meet her yet, mm -hmm. uh, but the question is, um, how do you let pain and pain education guide the way you teach Pilates and wellness? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, great question. So the, um, I do work with um, lots of um, different layers. So we have, you know, sometimes in class we'll have a person who's quite mobile and um, then we'll have someone on the other extreme end who is maybe not quite so, <laughs> so a little more restricted in their movement. Um, and so when it comes to um, coaching them through pain, it's really about listening to their body, um, knowing, trying to kind of reiterate that message that pain does not necessarily mean something's going wrong, right? So it's always, it's kind of the words we choose when we are, and we're talking, we're really moving through mindful movements. We're not, this is certainly not boot camp. This is more slow, mindful movement that we're moving through. Um, but we wanna make sure we're using the words that um, you're listening to your body, but understanding that this movement is therapeutic and that you are serving your body really well. Okay, so trying to sort of keep the messaging positive, when they are moving. And the reason why you're doing this movement is to help set up the movement to support your back. So that they are kind of getting a sense that you're already starting off being supported. So that that fear hopefully sort of takes a step outside and, and, and waits at the door, so to speak, so. Yeah, fear, fear is probably the scarier thing than the pain itself, right? So mm, absolutely. The, the way, the words we say really, really matter. Absolutely. And, and the older I get, the more I realize this is the power of words. And um, we spend a lot of time using words and setting them up for movement with our words, if that makes sense. And But that doesn't just apply to what the what your clinician or instructor says to you as a client. That also applies to what you say to yourself in the conversations mm -hmm. you have Absolutely. every day internally, too. Oh, oh, for sure. Yes, yes, indeed. Yep. It's, um, it's amazing how, uh, uh, how our thoughts really stack up right throughout the day. And I'm actually just, just about half an hour started, stopped writing about that because it's just so powerful, especially now what we're going through with COVID-19. It's really easy for these negative thoughts to just layer up. And so, yeah, I think um, I heard a great great quote the other day and it was something about um we really need to learn to um talk to ourselves as opposed to listen to ourselves and i thought oh i really like that wow that, yeah. that's that's amazing i, I didn't hmm. i i haven't heard that before but yeah but it works and, I, and I, i'm i really wish i could remember who said that <laughs> because i should give credit but i i think <laughs> so many notes lately i've forgotten well, I'm sure as long as the message is passed along, it's, yeah, it, it was well received and the goal is achieved. Got to yeah. talk to yourselves more than you listen to yourselves. Exactly. Yeah, so true. What about um, if, if you're if you have someone who's have at at that struggle point, um, what is a nice go-to metaphor for explaining pain to them? Oh. 
Hmm. I'm loving this conversation. Great questions. Okay, so I think one of my, I am the queen of analogies. Sometimes I kind of go overkill mode with analogies, but one of the most powerful ones that I found recently that really, I, I think, resonated with me. Doesn't mean it's going to resonate with others, but uh, I use this one often, um, is sort of, um, if you think about a hurricane, um, and much of my sort of imagery throughout my website and my program is to do with the ocean and water and sailboats. <laughs> so, um, but I, what I love about the hurricane analogy is that, you know, you've got all around you is this chaos, whether it be chaos in our thoughts, chaos in our lives, as far as getting to appointments, chaos and that feeling of trying to figure out what's going on with my pain. But on the inside of that hurricane and the eye of the storm is that real calm where you can actually sort of tuck yourself in there and you can see what's going on around you, but you don't feel all that, that, that chaos and that rush of, of what's happening around you. And so for me, I, I really tend to sort of lean into that analogy when I am working with some of my clients to say, you know, you are able to put yourself into the center of the storm and, and be safe. Um, and so, you know, you may see what's going on around you, you may hear messages around you, but you know, you're able to somehow, let's work towards getting into the center of that storm. Wow. Instead. Hmm. What, what a nugget right there. I, I'm, I'm going to have to steal a couple of these sure. and start using I, them I probably myself here. that one too, but it really, it, it stuck with me for some reason. So, yeah. Uh, wow. Okay. That, that's awesome. Um, I don't want to keep our audience uh, too long, but I wanted to know, and I think we all want to know, what, what's, what's, uh, what are some of the things you're working on right now? Mm. Oh, I feel like my head is going to explode with content information, but there is so much to learn, obviously. Um, but right now, I am really trying um, to sort of nail down a process. And if there's, I know it's not probably humanly possible to put chronic pain into a process, but I'm trying to do it for some crazy reason. <laughs> but what I mean by a process is I'm actually calling it more of a success path, is I really want people to come in. Uh, and sort of um, bring them in and, and teach them the fundamentals. That would be their success path is let's just start you off at the very beginning, even if you've been through some of this before, because it's always good to reiterate the message. But let's get you, you know, sort of understanding your fundamentals. Okay, so have we, have we dealt with, you know, inflammation? Are we dealing with your nutrition? Are you supporting your health the best way you possibly can? Understanding where you're coming from with your nutrition. Um, are you sort of understanding that your mind, you know, we can, we can have hygiene habits with your brain just like you have hygiene habits with everything else so that it can serve you well as we go through this journey of pain. Um, other fundamentals are things like um, sort of, you know, again, the goal setting. We, we always sort of start off with, okay, so why, why are we here? Why, are, why now? Why are you ready to, to sort of forge forward? Um, so we deal with sort of the coaching pieces, uh, as fundamentals. And so, uh, breathing, you know, the breathing techniques, um, just things that they can dive into right away and then at least feel like they are checking off the boxes and having some success because one success then eventually leads to another success. And just like the analogy of the hurricane, um, uh, and part of the reason that I use the ocean is that one of my clients who is an amazing woman has come through so much. 
she always says, of course, as we know all too well, it's never a smooth ride, right? There's always going to be peaks and valleys. There's always going to be huge waves and huge lows. And so um, uh, we're trying to sort of keep that wave um, meaningful and manageable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, everyone has their own journeys and mm -hmm. it, it, the road's going to be a little bumpy, but I like that it, it is a path to success Mm -hmm. And every little win is actually a massive win because mm -hmm. it builds momentum. So right. I, I think that there's a lot of benefit that can be had from that. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, what, what, can, what can clients do at this very moment? Uh, where, right. where, where can they find you? Um, so I am in a couple of places. You can come north to Canada. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so I have, I do have a Facebook page. Uh, my company name is, is called pain number two, pain to possibilities. So pain number two possibilities. My website is pain to possibilities.com. Uh, I do have a Facebook page as well, where it's just pain to possibilities connect. And, uh, it's, it's kind of just a place where we can just keep, keep the motivation going. Um, it's not an engaged group yet, but I'm trying to grow that so that we can have those interactions just a little bit deeper. Uh, but it's up and it's running and it's a resource right now. Um, and, you know, there's a, I have a challenge coming up. I'm just finishing the last couple of stages of a seven day challenge where each day we explore a slightly different tool in our toolbox as part of the fundamentals that we talked about before. So it's really just an opportunity for people to see what it is we do because it's a bit of a concept to wrap our heads around like we talked about the other day. How do we do this online? Because it is an online community. And so um, this seven day challenge is really just an opportunity to see how it works if some of the messages resonate with you and if you're seeing some sort of impact, you know, as much as impact as we can make in seven days, but it's really just a starting point. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. So pain to possibilities. Uh, and I'll drop the link in below on uh, where, wherever I post this and on the Facebook awesome. uh, and you've got that seven day challenge coming up. Yes. I haven't set a date yet because the whole COVID thing threw me off. We were supposed to start in April, but sadly we all became a little distracted and <laughs> it didn't happen, but um, I will be putting it on my website, a start date very soon. Can we do this virtually too? Yes. Okay. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Everything's okay. done online. So um, really the basic setup is it is that we, we have sort of courses so it, it kind of feels like an online course up front but then we throw in the odd coaching session where we get together virtually as a group um and then the next day you go through and it's like a little online course very small 15 20 minute time frame per day that's it i can't wait that's okay. amazing yeah so it's uh we are about 90 percent done but uh i will absolutely put some launch dates on there soon so that we can just just get going just just see how it feels i'm just want to just want to put it out to the world and see what happens so awesome yeah. i'm gonna quickly scan our facebook here see if anyone dropped any questions um but if you're happening to catch the replay here and uh you have any questions just send us a message uh, or leave a comment below and we will 
try to get that addressed as soon as possible. Looks like uh, no questions for the time being. That's all right. Okay. Any any other nuggets you want to leave us with, Dina? <laughs> sure. Um, oh gosh, always nuggets. But uh, oh, should have pulled up some of my notes. I, I think yes. If I can leave, well, gosh, so many things I could leave you with. But if we can now, kind of take um, sort of take our next day with intention. So I, I mean, I know it depends on who we're talking to right now as far as who's on your Facebook page, but you know, if we can kind of lead our chronic pain people with one nugget and that is just to um, perhaps <laughs> offer yourself some intention. So wake up tomorrow and give yourself one thing, that your one step you're gonna take today, tomorrow, to help move you forward. What is one small thing you can do to move you forward? And that can be, anything. It doesn't have to be significant. It could be something like, today, I'm going to take five minutes to just breathe. Simple. Done. That's your goal for the day. Just one thing that you can do to help move you forward, whether it be, you know, <laughs> getting online, connecting with someone online, having a giggle with a friend that maybe you're missing, you know, just to sort of get back in touch with your silly side. One thing you can do. Just one thing. Yep. Keep it simple. Keep it, Keep it achievable. Amazing. All right. So every day set one goal and meet that expectation for yourself. Right. Keep it small. Keep it bite-sized. Well, yeah. Dina, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Harold. I really appreciate this and I really enjoyed our time. Yes, me too. Um, for anyone who's listening, uh, you can find Dina at pain to possibilities.com um, the number two yeah. in her Facebook group pain to possibilities connect right right thank you and hopefully we can do this again that sounds good yeah I'd love to I would love to I'll bring you on my board at some point as well too awesome and we'll see you on the meeting on Friday <laughs> great